A Life in Construction podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Watson Bowman Acme. Since 1950, Watson Bowman Acme has provided the commercial construction industry with the highest quality expansion joints available. Carrying the internationally recognized Weibo brand of products, we are able to meet the movement, loading, and waterproofing demands of any commercial project. Not just a product supplier, our promise is to be your strongest partner for expansion joints and responsible solutions. Visit us on the web at wbacorp.com. Hello, everyone. I'm John Mannon, and thank you all for listening today on this podcast. I'm here with Angela Echos, Watson Bowman's Business Development Manager. The subject matter for today's discussion is getting back to the new work. Many businesses are about to enter their new normal. As many parts of the country start to reopen, however, in the construction industry, we were always considered essential employees, and most of us work from our plants or homes. So I'm going to ask Angela a few questions today in regard to that matter and how that industry's changed with the quote-unquote new normal. Angela, good morning. Can you uh, just tell us a little bit something about yourself, please? Yeah, good morning, John. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm looking forward to kind of talking about this discussion. So um, I have been working with Watson Bowman um, since uh, February of 2020, so um, about when the pandemic had started. But in my previous career, I um, had worked in the construction industry about 20 years. So um, the adjustment, obviously, with the pandemic was something new uh, for me, especially because um, I was in sales. So I was always out and about and at job sites and meeting with customers face to face. So it was quite the adjustment um, when the pandemic um, did hit our business. Even though we were considered essential, um, there was some requirements, obviously, on who could be at job sites. And obviously, then offices were completely closed. Yeah, it's uh, it's changed everything. That's for sure. Uh, your position and your role at Watson Bowman, what does that encounter and what, what's detailed about that? Can you go just into a little, uh, a couple facts about what your responsibilities are and what you're trying to do for the marketplace? Absolutely. So, um, this is a new position for Watson Bowman. Um, but something that I've been a part of with Watson Bowman for my whole career is, um, growing and strengthening the distribution market for Watson Bowman. Um, so working with distributors in different parts of the country um, to make sure that we have those right pockets across the country and building that distribution partnership with Watson Bowman and the distributor um, so we can grow Watson Bowman into markets that we maybe not might not even be thinking about because they do deal with a distributor in a one-stop shop. So it could be that they're building the building from the bottom up so um, we can be included in working with that distributor that sells lots, that sells lots of Bowman, but then also sells waterproofing or caulking products. Great. Yeah, and it's something that's important to the, to the business and also to our audience uh, to let them know that, you know, there are a lot of distribution points out there across the country. They're, they're a big part of the industry and the business. It's really important that we uh, work, them, work with them as a team, with our contractors as well. Uh, getting back to the new normal after 14 months of COVID, uh, what trends are you seeing in distribution or with contractors? 
Well, obviously, um, the trends are trying to get back to normal um, with the distributors. And that means opening their showrooms because those showrooms were closed based on the CDC guidance and the county guidance that they were that they were working in. So they were un- unable to have their doors open to have people coming in and out of their showroom. So they're really working hard to get back to the old normal of having their customers being able to walk in, um, being their one-stop shop, um, coming to the counter, having that conversation with the inside salespeople, including, you know, adding their add-on sales for the showroom materials, sundries, um, accessories that are necessary to install our expansion joints or other products that they sell. So they are really trying to get back to the, the normal. Um, on the contractor side, I would say, um, you know, they, they've been out there. They've been doing the hard work. They've been sweating for the whole 14 months. But they really would like um, to see the manufacturers, the distributors back on their job sites, back in their offices, um, in, you know, a quote given by a contractor that I've spoken to, show the love back to them again, because it is, we obviously had our touch with, you know, the virtual um, options that were available along with um, over the phone, but, or FaceTime or video, but it's just not the same. They, they like to have that um, love shown to them. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. I know like on the contractor side, having a lot of discussions with them throughout the last year, 14 months, you know, they've been relatively busy and they've been actually kind of uh, actually loving it because a lot of the parking garages have been closed down or a lot of the bridges, have been, you know, the highway hasn't been as busy and it's really given them an opportunity to do a lot of work with a lot of traffic from a safety standpoint with the distribution part of the market, their percentages of sales must have really declined though a lot you know, missing the people walking in, being able to do the face-to-face discussions and conversations and showing all the sundries, like you said. Have you gotten any feedback throughout the industry on distribution, on margins going down or sales going down? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, sales has gone down um, due to the fact that people had to be very cautious um, on the inventory that they did have. Um, because they weren't having that walk-in business. So there was a lot of um, concern or uh, unaware of information that that was happening during the COVID time. So what did that look like? Were people going to work? Were projects getting shut down? So there was a lot of, do we need to order this? Do we wait until we get the order to order this? So I, I would say that, you know, there's been a lot of um, unknown for the distributors. Right. Um, and then uh, what that looks like moving forward with, you know, conversations just within the construction market, not particularly with expansion joints, but in other markets that they're t- truly struggling with um, raw, good, raw good materials and trying to get that. Yeah, I was going to touch, uh, you know, a little base on that, you know, what are some of the uh, pain points in the industry? And, and I think you just kind of hit the nail right on the head there. And, and another question to add to that is, are we having resource problems? Is there, is there material problems? Are there trucking pl- problems? Are we having shortages of good workers out there or, or not enough workers out there to uh, meet all the demands and requests that are out there? What are you hearing and what are you seeing from not only contractors, but from distributors and, and uh DOTs or whatever the case may be, or from 
parking uh, engineers, architects, what's some of the pain points and issues you're hearing? Absolutely. You you touched on all of them. You know, the biggest pain point and, and have been before the pandemic for the construction market has been um, people um, and good people. So uh, that's been the, you know, the biggest challenge that everybody has had that, um, you know, we've just struggled with kind of that next generation coming into our construction world and, and wanting to be a part of that. And that's at all levels, engineering, um, at the GC level, at the subcontractor level. Uh, so it's, it's a struggle at all places and have been. So with the pandemic, all it did was um, it just added to some more issues with that. So that, that's the number one. The number two is um, the raw goods and how we've struggled with what has happened through the past year in the pandemic with that struggle on, on getting materials. So, you know, them rationing out certain materials, epoxies, that sort of thing. Um, so that's been a struggle for construction to continue. So we've now added another um, hurdle to our struggles. And then freight it is a big problem. Um, but going right. back to the raw goods, you know, they, they do see an end to this. So, you know, hopefully, Hopefully in the quarter one of 2022, they're seeing that we'll get out of this. But the freight issue, um, they don't see an end in sight. Um, and again, it, it, it was you can go back and now look at the issues and the trends. And I guess we saw that, but we just didn't expect it with the pandemic and how everything, you know, kind of worked out with, you know, the, the, to- the toilet um, paper shortage that that affects our business because that was a priority. So things sure. that needed to get shipped around the country, you know, that was not the load that the truckers wanted to pick up with the construction products. It was the 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 necessities that that all the people needed while they were at home. Yeah, all, all great points, and uh, I don't know if there's going to be uh, an end in the next quarter or two quarters, like you said, or is this going to be the new normal as well? in the industry, uh, transportation, trucking is, is a huge issue. I know I'm out on a lot of job sites and, you know, the biggest complaint I hear is just getting the manpower, uh, out there to help with the jobs and to make sure that they're meeting the requirements and just the staffing alone to complete these jobs on, on time and, uh, in the schedule. Uh, so I know you're, you're involved in a lot of different industry groups. Uh, some of them are like, ACI and, you know, other groups that maybe you can touch base on. And to that point, I know they're trying to be active in the market as, as well. How are they trying to participate or influence or educate new people coming into the in- industry? Or are they doing that? Uh, what are some of the things that they're trying to do to bring some new people on into the industry? No, absolutely. So yes, I'm, I'm very active um, in ICRI um, at the local chapter uh, of the location where I live, which is the Rocky Mountain chapter, so along for, with the, at so, the national level. So people who they don't know what I I cry is what is what is I cry? Oh, so it's International Concrete Repair Institute. So it's an organization that um, actually includes manufacturers, uh, distributors engineers and contractors. So they are the one and only um, organization in our market that includes all four of those. So um, it, it, 
we include um, codes. We 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 produce booklets on the proper ways of concrete repair, the surface prep of concrete, all sorts of education that we offer the industry um, through concrete. Great, yeah, that's a great chapter and a great part of the industry. They're very educational. They write a lot of the specifications on what to do and what not to do and how to educate the, the general contractors and the subcontractors as well. I know you work with a lot of the uh, contractors out there in the industry. Also, on you know the other pain points that I'm hearing is travel costs and travel expenses and some of the new expenses that are coming down for uh, requirements and the specifications. Uh, what are you hearing on that? Because I just heard uh, a recent price increase with like, all the business people that are flying around the country, 87% increase in uh, rental car costs from last year because the, you know, they just don't have the fleets anymore in the car and the fleets for all the customers that are back to traveling again and the air costs are up and the hotel costs are up. I'm sure all for valid reasons, they've lost, you know, 12, 13, 14 months of a lot of revenue. Uh, it is an extra expense that's eventually got to be passed on to everybody. And it's, it's kind of a sore subject in the industry, but it's just the new normal, right? What are you hearing? Oh, oh, agreed. I, I mean, just my personal experience, seeing the difference of, you know, having an opportunity to travel in February of 2020 and then what that looked like in June of 2021, it, it's quite the significant. So there's an increase on, you know, airlines um, and, you know, somebody that does travel around the country uh, that's, you know, the, the uh, airlines are struggling and yeah. it's, it's been a headache. I would say, you know, in the last month on my recent travels that it's just not the same travel. I mean, we all experience, you know, the typical delays um, or uh, cancellations on your flight, but Always I would fun. have to say that I'm right. I, I would have to say I've experienced it probably 90% of the time that I've flown versus, you know, about 15% of the time previously. So uh, it is very interesting. The, co the cost of um, just about anything, I, I, you know, a, a, a bottle of water in the airport anymore, or, you know, we are opening back up and it's a hundred percent, but unfortunately most businesses, including the airlines, including the uh, rental cars, including the hotels or the hotel staff and the airport staff and restaurants, they're not back to a hundred percent. So there's yeah. a lot of expectation of the same sort of service and it's just not there anymore. Yeah. It's it. And it's true for even like government jobs and government positions or whether they're state, federal or local county uh, positions. I know I've talked to a few field engineers with different uh, DOTs and uh, parking firms and engineering firms, and they're still working from home and there's not a lot of face-to-face -face going on. So as things slowly open up, you know, this will be nice and we'll start to see faces again and it'll be safe to be out there with them. But there still is a, a level of uncomfort out there with a lot of, uh, a lot of people, you know. No, I, I agreed. Yeah. And with, with the most recent, you know, reports of um, a, a new strain, I think uh, there are people that are concerned again. So it could be, you know, in the next month or so, things slow down again um, because I know everybody was ramped up and ready to um, get back out there and do things and get things scheduled. But I, I know that 
there are starting to be some concerns in people's voices when you're trying to schedule something out in a couple months that they're yeah. just not sure quite yet. Yeah, I was listening to talk radio the other day, and then even the uh, even the federal government's just having a huge problem at all the airports now with just bringing back people from the TSA to make sure that you know they can make sure they're everybody's working there. They're just they're they're down a significant amount of uh, people, and again, this is affecting flying around in the country. For those of you who fly around a lot, like Angela and I, it uh, it it makes it difficult and. It's, it used to be fun, and now it's a it's a little bit of a challenge, right? You know, you get you never know when you're going to get stuck. You don't you never know if there's going to be a rental car at the other end, and uh, it can make traveling a little bit of a pain. But it is what it is, and things will get back to normal soon. And hopefully, uh, we'll all be out there again, and we won't have to worry about this. So, uh, Angela, another thing I wanted to ask you is. What trends are you seeing in the parking or the stadium uh, areas? Are there a lot of new uh, people coming back? Are there new parking structures being built? Is there a number? Is that number up? Are the stadiums reopening? And is there was there a lot of work while they were closed? Uh, you know, as far as that, the architectural market seems to be going. There, I know there's been a lot of Amazon projects going on, and they've been moving right along. And you know, the bridge industry as well. What are you seeing as far as resources and monetary uh, money going out to this is any good information out there on that? Well, yeah, I would say obviously the way that we lived um, the last 16, 14, 16 months, right? We all were at home and we ordered a lot from home. So the distribution warehouses are going to be busy and very busy. Um, As you mentioned, Amazon, but it's, it's growing into other markets. You know, Walmart realizes that, that that's the way of the world. So they're building distribution locations. Um, I think Target too it will will be following that trend. So you you, you will see um, you know in the next coming years there's going to be a lot of DC locations that will be um, distribution centers that'll be being built within the market because we we've gotten comfortable with that beginning with packages getting delivered to our our homes and. Um, and people people want to continue that, so that, that that'll be a big trend. The the stadiums, obviously, you know, everybody's excited to be back and in person and um, seeing that. So those are opening back up. Obviously, you know, they set they sat for uh, many months. I think without a lot of repairs because they were concerned, obviously, loss of revenue on what that looked like. So I think now that people are back, though, they're going to see that things are going to need to be fixed and fixed fast. So I I see that uh, as a trend, you know, happening just even in, you know, my local state with, um, you know, with our arenas opening back up for concerts and, um, uh, sporting events. So I see that, you know, people are getting calls quickly that those need to be fixed. Same with some of the big box retail stores. Um, you know, not a lot of people were, were going and walking through or parking in their parking structure, Ikea, for example. But now people are kind of getting back out there. So those repairs were put on hold, but now they, they need them and they need them quickly. So, um, I see, I see that happening based on, I think, more of their comfort level, not that, um, you know, they were able to kind of, what you talked about earlier, were they able to kind of fix those parking structures because nobody was parking in them? 
because they were concerned um, about their revenue. You know, I, I was yeah. on a call at one point that, you know, an airport parking structure was losing millions of dollars a day because no one was parking there. So um, they're not going to fix anything if they don't have money. So, but I think now people are back. They're going to see that there's going to be maintenance needed because they're going to get a lot of traffic going through there. Yeah, it's good. And it's, Good to hear that. I remember, you know, going back several months and driving by Buffalo Airport and the parking lot was completely empty. Uh, you know, a good percentage of people flying out of Buffalo are, is, are Canadians. Uh, they're 30 to 40 percent of the revenue that fly out of the Buffalo area instead of Toronto. You know, and speaking of our, our Canadian counterparts and friends uh, and going back to the stadium issue, you know, the Stanley Cup's going on right now and, and uh, Game Three's heading back to Montreal and they're only at like letting 3000 people in compared to the Tampa where they're letting them all in. So Can- right. yeah, Canada's not, not quite where it needs to be yet. You know, the border restrictions are still in place and you know, it, it's, it's kind of sad, but uh, let's see if hopefully the Canadian market catches up. What are you hearing up in the Canadian marketplace? Any, anything different, any new good news coming out of there? Are you familiar with any of that information from, with the distributors up there talking to any of your counterparts? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there there are uh, obviously the border being closed makes sense, and but construction has continued up in Canada for um, the Canadians, which is you know good for for their economy too to keep that going. Um, so there's been some good projects that have happened um, out of out of Canada, which is um, you know exciting news for them. And I think you know once we can get past the pandemic and um, the border being closed and opening back up and, you know, we, they can, we can, we can go and visit our Canadian friends and they can come and visit us. And um, I think things will um, start to continue to go and move, move forward. Yeah, it's a big market and it contributes well to uh, all of our different resources that we use in our industry. And it's an important part of uh, the North America plan as well. Uh, outside of that, any other thing, good things happen in your life? Anything good? What's new? What's going on in the industry that I'm missing a point on? Uh, you, anything excited about coming up in the near future? Yeah, you know, I would say um, a lot of um, exciting things with, um, you know, golf tournaments um, with the industry. Right on. Uh, and, and, you know, getting the, that those activities back together when, um, you know, the, the contractors get to kind of let loose and have a good time and have somebody else take care of them for a little bit. So I know there's a lot of activities that are scheduled across the country um, that's associated with ICRI. So, and, and, you know, and and hearing too, obviously most recently we were the first world world of concrete opened back up in 2021, which was exciting. Um, So when we were the first convention back to Las Vegas. So I think, you know, those conventions opening back up, um, getting those in-person meetings back together, golf tournaments, play shoots, um, you know, bowling tournaments, uh, you know, all those activities that we all used to do together, um, I think is exciting. And um, I, I'm looking forward to all that and, and seeing people back in person. And um, so so that's exciting for, the, for our industry. Yeah, it is. I, I, you know, we participate in a lot of the different things like that. It, it's you know, the world of concrete, you're right. Opening back up, that that's huge for the industry. It's it's a huge uh, convention. 
how did it turn out this year? Did uh, it seem to be a little bit down in numbers, or was it there was it a high demand out there? Were the uh, people rocking and rolling in the hotels? What what was happening well, out there? <laughs> So, yes, I would definitely say people were rocking and rolling in the hotels and the restaurants um, and including at the same time it was the restaurant week. So there was the restaurants in some cases was very hard to get into if you didn't have a reservation. So they definitely, you know, were back to trying to get back to the norm uh, of things uh, regarding the show. Yes, it, it was down, obviously, Um for a couple of reasons. So the timing um, of being in June was interesting. Um, and, you know, it was a smaller um, scope of the show. So there was not as many attendees, but I would say, you know, the, the people that did attend, including myself, um, was able to, you know, make the most of it. And in, in the time that I was there with, you know, having breakfast with customers yeah. or a dinner with customers. So, that definitely um, was the benefit of, of being there and, and being able to um, have those conversations with the customer. Yeah. I mean, really, you know, yeah, ex- exactly. Relationships are really important to, to every part of the business. Right. And it's always nice to, to pull back a little bit and relax and have, you know, coffee or a beer with, with one of the customers and sit back in the hotel and, and relax from the, when you're out at these, at these different conventions. So I, I agree with you a hundred percent. I, I can't wait to till next year for the World of Concrete and other conventions coming up and the iCry tournaments, like you said, the golf tournaments and the ACI ones. It's going to be fun again. Things are coming back. Things are happening, people. So don't worry. It's just gonna it's gonna take a little time, but by the end of this year, you know all the all the uh, things are going in place and we're going to look good. Uh, Angela, I want to thank you. You were my uh, special guest today, Angela Echoes. Our Business Development Manager with Watson Bowman. I'm your I want to take a moment to thank you for listening to a Life in Construction podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe so that we can continue to deliver your relevant construction industry content. We covered a lot of material today in this episode. And for those of you who want to dig even deeper, please visit us at our website at wbacorp.com for this episode's show notes. Until next time, I'm John Manning, and be safe.